They are alive. Mysterious blobs contain cells from living creatures. So read the headline of an article run in the Santa Fe, New Mexican newspaper on the 20th of August, 1994. This was two weeks after a rainstorm unlike any other descended upon the city of Oakville, unleashing not raindrops, but rather mysterious, translucent and gelatinous blobs. This story revealed the shocking lab results that concluded that the blobs contained living cells. The blobs came down in Torrance on six reported occasions over a three-week period, starting on the 7th of August 1994. They covered as much as 20 square miles. People who touched the blobs were struck with severe flu-like symptoms which lasted for weeks or even months. Several dogs and cats in the area died after having come in contact with the strange blobs. One resident managed to gather a sample of the strange goop and sent some to a lab for examination. The findings were startling and confusing. The lab technician reported that the substance contained human white blood cells. Further examination found evidence of two species of bacteria, one which makes its home in the human digestive system. But exactly what the blobs were and why they fell from the sky could not be determined. No one has ever been able to explain what happened in Oakville that August in 1994. This is the mysterious case of the Oakville blobs. Oakville is a city in Grays Harbor County, Washington, in the United States. It was incorporated in 1905 with booming lumber, railway and farming industries, which created an early foundation of the community. The city itself is tiny, with a population of only 675 at the 2000 census. This was six years after the mysterious blobs fell on the town. To its north, it is bordered by the hills of the Capital State Forest, an area filled with hills, valleys, rivers and dense forest. It is about 50 miles from the coast and the Pacific Ocean. Oakville has what is described as a warm summer Mediterranean climate. It rains approximately 150 days of the year. The strange rain that descended over Oakville in August 1994 put this tiny city on the map. On the night of the 7th of August at 3 in the morning, local police officer David Lacey was on patrol in Oakville with a civilian friend. The all too familiar sound of raindrops began to fill his patrol car. Thinking nothing of this, Officer Lacey turned on his windshield wipers, but almost immediately he noticed something perplexing. The rain was not clearing from his windscreen. Instead, the wipers were smearing a strange substance across the window, obscuring his view of the road. Confused and, tr and struggling to see the road in front of him, Officer Lacey was forced to pull into a gas station and try and clean the windscreen. Concerned about the unusual substance, he put on a pair of latex gloves for safety. Describing what he found, Officer Lacey stated the following. The substance was very mushy. It's almost like you had jello in your hands and you could pretty much squish it through your fingers. We did have some alarm bells go off in our heads that basically said that this isn't right. 
this isn't normal. Another Oakville resident, Dottie Hearn, was equally puzzled by the weird goop she found in her garden that morning. The storm had ended, but the blobs were everywhere. At first, Dottie thought it was hailstones left after the rain, but on examination, she found that it was a gelatinous-like material covering her property. By that afternoon, David, Dottie and various other residents had become mysteriously and violently ill. They described having difficulty breathing, extreme vertigo, blurred vision and nausea. Beverly Roberts, another resident of Oakville, said that everyone in the town contracted a flu-like illness that lasted for two or three months. Additionally, several cats and dogs that came into contact with the substance fell ill or died. An hour after first noticing her symptoms, Dottie was found sprawled on her bathroom floor, conscious but very weak. Her daughter, Sonny Barcliffe, describes her as feeling cold and sweat-drenched and looking pale. She was moved to the hospital where she stayed for three days and was diagnosed with a severe inner ear infection. As she was being moved there, Sonny remembered the odd rain and thinking there might be a connection to Dottie's strange illness, collected a sample and sent it to the hospital. A lab technician there examined it and found that it contained human white blood cells but couldn't identify what it was or how it came from the sky. Samples were sent to the Washington State Department of Ecology and a private laboratory for further examination. Mike McDowell, a microbiologist at the Washington State Department of Health, examined the blobs and found that they were teeming with two species of bacteria, one of which lives in the human digestive system. Soon, this story was picked up by local newspapers who reported the strange incident and began proposing theories to explain these strange blobs. Blobs from space. They're strange, they're gooey, they're falling from the sky. So read a headline in the Rutland Herald on the 19th of August, 1994. An article in The Observer on the 20th of August, just a day later, reads as follows. Seattle, the blobs of Oakville, Washington, are alive. Or at least, they were once alive or part of some living creature, according to a preliminary analysis by Washington State Department of Ecology scientists. There's a number of cells of various sizes, says Mike Osweiler, with the Agents Hazardous Material Unit for Southwest Washington. But what kind of creature the cells came from is still uncertain, he said. Osweiler said he will ask the State Department of Health to take a look, since his unit is not equipped to identify biological cells. The mysterious blobs, half the size of rice grains, have appeared twice during rainfall at the home of Sonny Barcliffe, near the town of Oakville. Since word got out about the blobs, a number of theories have been launched, such as the flying jellyfish theory. It's not a theory Barcliffe favours, but many in Oakville seem to like it. Some people want to start an annual jellyfish festival now, where they shoot jellyfish into town with a cannon, she said laughing. Barcliffe noted that the town's tavern is also concocting a new drink, the jellyfish, made of vodka, gelatine and juice. Barcliffe has been trying to get to the bottom of the mystery since their first appearance on the 7th of August, was followed by her kitten's death and bouts of nausea afflicting her mother, herself and a friend who handled the blobs. While she acknowledged the illnesses might have just been coincidence, Barcliffe's interest was intensified when a hospital lab technician looked at the goop under a microscope and said that it contained human white blood cells.
But Oswalder's laboratory said that the staff found the cells had no nuclei, something human white cells do have. He said he had no idea what jellyfish cells looked like. The jellyfish theory began when town folk learned the Air Force was dropping live bombs in the Pacific Ocean about 10 to 20 miles off the coast of Washington State. The idea was that jellyfish remains might have been blown up into the clouds where they were later dispersed in rainfall. And so this article concluded with the strange suggestion that blown up parts of jellyfish had rained down on the town of Oakville. After initial reporting in 1994, this story seems to fall away with nothing more being reported in the papers. Three years on from the incident, in 1997, the popular TV show Unsolved Mysteries covered the event. The TV crews travelled to Oakville and interviewed local residents and some of the scientists that had examined the blobs. This show provides first-hand accounts of the incident and generated significant interest in the case. The show concluded eerily that the Washington Department of Health says it can no- find no record of what happened to the samples it received. Considering the hype around the initial discovery and the unusual nature of the substance, this seems like a baffling ending to the samples, and it certainly leaves us with little hope of figuring out what was falling from the sky in August 1994. There is no doubt that much speculation has taken place in Oakville itself about what happened, with natural phenomenon, a hoax, aliens and conspiracies all discussed. Let's now take a moment to look at what has been put forth as the main theories explaining the Oakville blobs. One of the first theories put forward and the one that we have heard from in the Observer article was the jellyfish theory. This theory purports that the Air Force bomb tests in the ocean 50 miles to the west of Oakville had ejected jellyfish remains into the air and that these remained suspended in the clouds until they fell with the rain. The Air Force apparently confirmed that bombing runs had been performed over the Pacific during that time but denied any knowledge of the unknown substance or any involvement in creating or dispersing it. While at first this theory sounds vaguely plausible. It should be noted that the residents did not report an odour one would expect if material from sea creatures that had been out of this water that long had fallen on them. It also seems highly unlikely that the volume reported of this substance could have been created from one school of jellyfish. Furthermore, it does not align with residents' claims that the blobs fell on six separate occasions. Linked to the jellyfish theory is the Oakville collusion theory. Proponents of this suggest that the residents of Oakville enhanced and embellished the original story for notoriety. These theorists point to the fact that the local residents were discussing an annual jellyfish festival and that they were making the jellyfish cocktail at the local tavern. Some suggest that what the residents of Oakville experienced was the mysterious formation of star jelly. Star jelly is a gelatinous substance sometimes found on grass or even branches of trees. Star jelly is described as translucent or greyish-white gelatine that tends to evaporate shortly after having fallen. Star jelly is little understood, but reports of its occurrences date back to the 14th century. 
According to folklore, it is deposited on the earth during meteor showers. Scientists know little about it, with explanations ranging from the remains of frogs, toads or worms to the paranormal. Scientists commissioned by the National Geographic Society have carried out tests on samples found in the United States, but have failed to find any DNA in the material. Therefore, it is not conclusive that the rain blobs in Oakville are the same as the strange cases of star jelly. Even if the Oakville blobs can be grouped with the phenomenon of star jelly, this does not really tell us much, as star jelly itself is a mystery. Others speculate that the blobs were the result of drops of concentrated fluid waste from a passing aeroplane toilet. While this would tie into the finding of human white blood cells and bacteria, it was quickly rebuffed by the FAA. They noted that this was against regulation and furthermore that the fluid waste from commercial aeroplane toilets is always dyed blue, a characteristic none of the blobs had. In addition, it seems unlikely that not just one, but six incidences of aeroplanes dumping waste over Oakville against regulation would have taken place over this three-week period. Perhaps the most popular theory of internet mystery sleuths is that Oakville was part of a government experiment. Some speculate that the citizens of Oakville may have been part of a government experiment testing some kind of biological weapon. The residents, they theorize, were subjected to illnesses brought on through lab-created materials that were dumped on the town. Supporting this theory, it is noted that some residents reported seeing slow-moving military aircrafts conducting maneuvers over the town around this time. This theory would certainly explain how the samples simply seem to no longer exist and why reporting on the case ceased so abruptly. While this may seem outlandish, is it really so hard to believe that the government would test weapons of this kind on a small town in America? It is certainly a good plot for a sci-fi book. Whatever the truth is in this case, Unfortunately, we are just left to speculate. The blob samples all appear to be gone, and with them, the answers have been washed away.